0: Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. This is recorded spontaneously. I felt and I feel really... I don't even know really what the word would be. Just really... It's not inspired. It's deeper than that. I feel like the time is now that I share this journey with you. Many of you have known me to share lots of kind of new age, I would call it, stuff, but I need to share with you the journey that I've been on for the last few years and really be true to who I am and give voice to this path I've been on. And I trust and pray that you would receive it with an open heart. Thank you for listening. Today I was in church and I just overcome with emotion, just crying and crying during the worship. And it's just, Holy Spirit is full. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to a church where you just walk in and you just start sobbing. But that's how it is there. And I've been to other churches where it just feels completely dead. There's no fruit. There's no... There's no real spirit alive there. It's just a bunch of, you know, motivational talks or just ritual ceremonies or religious checkboxes. And um, today I was just reflecting on where I've been over the last four years. And, um, you know, just coming from a place of true pride, ignorance. And I my heart was just so hard towards God. And I thought I knew all the answers. I had theories about everything. Um, I grew up in the new age, so I grew up very, uh, like guys, to, I had a spell book. Okay. Like literally, like it was like, how to get rid of a headache, do these five things. Like that was kind of extreme, but I mean, then the less extreme, you know, I just thought everything was about ask, believe, receive. And, but it was all outside of a relationship with God. You know, it was like, I was the God of my own world. Um, However, I thought my consciousness, my beliefs, my thinking and speaking resulted in um, my life. There was no heaven. There was no hell. Um, Everything was a gradient based on energy and based on the universe, law of attraction. um, You know, and it was all based on my human effort, what I did. And as I had results from that, because I, I, I will tell you that, you know, that things showed up for me, right? Like I... I remember thinking, you know, I'm going to get a full ride to college, and I did, and so that reiterated it to me, like, oh, this works, like, you know, this is this is correct, and it works, and all I need to do is is think correctly, um, and all it did was just glorify me and uh, my thinking, and and then, and then, and then and then, you know, some big shit went down, right, and and that old thing that old belief system didn't work it wasn't real uh, because because it wasn't real it was rooted in deception and and really a lie but I didn't know that at the time I thought that people that said that they followed Christ or whatever were were just out of touch um and not just out of touch in like old school I guess you know they just weren't woke they didn't understand energy. They didn't understand frequency. They, they're too close minded and, and all these things. And, um, anyways, then, you know, my mom went in for a surgery and they said it was going to be routine. And she woke up a quadriplegic and she's in the hospital bed, you know, and she couldn't even lift her hand to feed herself. I mean, she couldn't go to the bathroom. She was literally in a hospital bed, not able to move. And the nurses, you know, she was there that she was supposed to have rehab from the spinal cord surgery she had and, and she wasn't making any progress. And, and one day my aunt said, Oh, I heard from the nurses and they want to send her to a skilled nursing home for the rest of her life because she's made no progress and she won't make progress. And me and my new age self at the time, I was like, Oh no, all we need to do is ask, believe, receive. And um, you know, we just need to focus on, you know, visualizing her better and using all of these tricks of the trade and mindset techniques, I call them, uh, to to restore her uh, totally outside of God, um, totally not, not surrendering. It wasn't under a higher power. It was, no, we are gods and we create things and so anyways, you know, she was there and she, I think she was there for six or eight weeks and not getting better and not getting better. And uh, I made her this, you know, wall of these beautiful images and affirmations and things. And, you know, just trying and here I am visualizing. I didn't want to speak anything negative about the situation. And, um, you know, because ask what you think about, you bring about and all this stuff. And so I'm like stressing myself out, trying to be perfect and never have a negative thought around the situation, not feeling anything. I guess you could call it spiritual bypassing or whatever, but it was way more than that because I really did believe in the law of attraction that, that everything that I thought would come to pass. And so I was trying to be positive and strong. Well, that really, really takes a toll if you've ever had been down that road. I mean, that is like unsustainable. It's not real. And, uh, it weighs on you. So she did get released from the hospital uh, in a wheelchair with full-time at-home care. Um, it was just, it was devastating, absolutely devastating. And I felt like, what's wrong with me? Like, I can't help her. Like, I don't, this is the first time in my life that these techniques, like they're not working. And, you know, I, I fell into that. I had just, we had just had Tino in March of 2017 and May of 2017 was when my mom had that surgery, and I fell into a very dark place—a depression, anxiety. I had no peace, no joy. Um, I was completely lost, and nothing was working. And I felt like a failure, and that I wasn't something. Something was wrong with me because I should, based on my track record, <laughs> have been able to help her, and. And, and she too I mean she was in the same boat you know um in the new age so you know that was 2017 2018 things got really bad I I contemplated taking my own life uh in 2018 because I had no peace no joy everything was going wrong even though on the outside no one would have known you know I had everything on the outside a growing business a beautiful baby boy wonderful husband um you know, we were doing much better financially. And so there was no reason really for me to be that depressed. But I, like I said, there was zero peace, zero peace there. Um, and just a bunch of feeling like failure. Like how could something so bad happen to someone so good? My mom and, and how come there was no, no progress and how come I wasn't able to help her? So anyways, I, I I rejected God. I was like, God is, it's fake. Every, all of these Bible stories and stuff, they're just, those are just nice things that people say so that they feel better about their lives. Like it's not real, it's all fake and, uh, and it's a lie. It's a lie. People are telling themselves lies and I believed that for a while. And then one day, um, it was, it was Easter getting close to my 30th birthday and I just felt like I need to go to church on Easter. I hadn't been to church in like two years, maybe even longer. And even the church I was going to before was like just motivational talks. It wasn't, there was no fruit. I think the biggest thing I've, I've learned in this journey over the last four years is if there's no fruit, What do I mean by fruit? If there's no like lives transformed, healings happening, if there's, you know, no one's lives getting turned around, no one walks into that place and has an actual encounter or experience with God, run the opposite direction. Because in true relationship with God, I mean, fruit abounds, I mean people are more generous they're joyful they're joyous they're not in fear they're loving they're caring they're they're living in freedom they're having testimonies of healings of of things changing their circumstances are actually changing it's not just this like spiritual reality it it flows into your day-to-day life and so if you don't see that in a tangible way with the people around you in whatever congregation you're in if if you are even in one Find somewhere else because that is not uh, what God, what Jesus meant when he said, I came to give you life and life abundantly. It's not just like a head knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, it's a, it's an actual thing that you can experience. And over the last four years, I mean, I, like I can't even tell you, I mean, I can, <laughs> obviously I'm making this podcast, but the change that I've gone through as a person, the change in my marriage the change as a business owner, the change as a mom, the change as a friend, as a human has been remarkable. I mean, absolutely remarkable. So we walk into this church. Um, well, I, I I, just, even though I was mad at God and I didn't really believe, I was like, God show me where we should go for Easter service. <laughs> so I just asked and boom, I just saw this little uh, billboard sign and I had a vision of the billboard sign. And we ended up going to this church, and anyways, we, we walk in, and people are just joyful. And it's all kinds of people. The church I went to before was, like, homogeneous. Everyone was the same, same socioeconomic status, same neighborhood, and this church was, like, there's people from all over the place, you could tell. And um, and all walks of life, old, young, I mean, everything. And... I'll never forget, you know, I walk in there and I feel resistance, like I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was like, I was still very much like, I was putting it through my like new age lens. You know, every time he would talk about something, I would think, oh yeah, well, Abraham Hicks says, or, you know, the secret says, or my, you know, Joe Dispenza book says, or whatever. And at the end he, you know, the pastor just gave a a call and just said, if you've never if you've never given all your heart and all your life once and for all to Christ and accepted him as, as the Lord of your life, here's an opportunity just raise your hand all across the room and we'll pray for you. And I felt a burning inside. Like I could describe it as m- something inside of me was literally burning. Like it was like, I felt like a conviction, like, like I had to do it. I mean, it was like something took over my whole body and not in a scary way, but just in, a, like, I had zero doubt. I had zero doubt that that's the step I needed to take. And I raised my hand, and so did my mom that day. And we walked to the front. Um, she had a cane at the time. She was able to walk very, very gingerly with a cane. Um, but, I mean, she was so unstable, and we had to sit at the edge of the aisle and things she couldn't cross her legs to or maneuver her legs to get into the middle of the row. And um, she had to wear a special pillow because she was in so much pain. Her arms couldn't move very well. It's like a big thing. So we walked to the front and um, we prayed. And my whole life changed that day. I didn't really know it. I mean, I, I I hoped it would. I had faith that it would. I wanted it to. But it did. And that was in 2018. And then after that, as I just continued to seek and to, I mean, open the Bible, begin to read, begin to see, begin to experience. I mean, it was amazing. Every single service after that, the pastor would call out what they call a word of knowledge. He would say something like, you know, I feel Holy Spirit's telling me that there's someone here that." has I mean one day he just said full needs full body healing and we claimed that for my mom we prayed over her in that moment and then the next service it would be like and your her knee and and we prayed on her knee and then little by little by little by little every service he would call something out and it was like for her and and, and it's funny I've been going there now since 2018 and there's like very few services that he actually calls things out now but when we started going we thought it was normal we were like oh he just does this every time no my mom received full healing full healing she drives again she can run she you know she can eat she can go to the bathroom i mean there was a year or so that i had to go with her to every restroom to pull up her pants she couldn't pull up her pants she couldn't she couldn't lower herself down to sit on a toilet i mean i mean do you know what that's like to see your mom like that and, and to to believe that that it's your problem because you aren't in faith enough to believe that it's your problem because you're not you're not ask believing receiving enough that maybe you have some unconscious negative thoughts that are causing you law of attraction blah 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 no no the moment that I that I raised my hand I said you know what I'm done I'm done being the strong one I need a savior I need someone that is stronger than me and his name is Jesus and and I and I'm open myself up and I humble myself I don't know all the answers anymore I don't know the, all the all the things I don't I don't I don't I'm open and I just said like God teach me teach me your way because obviously my way is not right teach me your way I'm open guide me lead me show me I'm here instead of just touting all the answers from all the personal development books that I'd ever read I mean I, I, I'm not saying that these personal development books are evil or wrong, But don't get it mixed up. But what I had done was I had made those my God. I'd made that an idol in my life. I, I gave all of that and all of those tools, uh, the place of God in my life. I, I had not surrendered my life to God in any way because I had to figure it out because I was, you know, because I had read more than other people, because I had, I understood the unconscious mind because I, all these things. No, it all came up short. The only thing that has given me true peace, the only thing that is, that has made my path straight, that is tripled, quadrupled, 10X our financial situation, 10X our peace, 10X our joy in marriage and our actual transparency in marriage with each other is this continual pursuit of relationship with Christ. That's it. And if that sounds old school or out antiquated or like a fairy tale, I pray, I pray that someday you have the opportunity to open your heart and ask him to come in and be the Lord of your life. For me, it took almost taking my life and being in deep, deep depression and basically questioning all my former beliefs to get to that place where I was ready, where I was humble enough, where I said, you know what, God, everything that I've done in my life, its it hasn't, it hasn't worked. I don't feel peace. I don't feel joy. And it doesn't make sense. I should look at my life on paper. I should, but I don't, but I don't. I got baptized shortly thereafter, 2019, February. And i really like to share about that with my husband in a podcast because it's very related to his baptism that he had in September of 2020, the day that I told him that we were expecting our second baby, Marcelo. But I'll just share a little bit. I wasn't expecting much about the baptism. I, I felt in my spirit that it was something that I needed to do or that I wanted to do. But I didn't know really what was going to come up, come of it. And I'm not a perfect person. Neither are you. <laughs> Neither is anyone. I've made a lot of mistakes. And some of the things that I've done uh, in my past have really hurt other people. And... I carried shame and guilt about those things for a long, long, long time. Never talked about them, never really admitted them, only probably my closest best friends from college really knew a lot of the shit that went down, stuff that I did that I'm not proud of under the influence of alcohol, etc. There's no excuse. I did what I did. And I carry that shame with me for a long time. And I can tell you that when I came up out of that water that Sunday in February, I never knew that I wasn't breathing until that day. I took my first breath, my first free breath, my first forgiven breath, my first totally guilt-free, shame-free breath that day coming out of that water was by far one of that day I got saved and then that day, the most powerful day in my entire life. And I felt that shame break off of me. See, here's what I didn't understand. Here's what I didn't know. Here's what I was deceived in. As a new age person, I didn't believe in the devil, I didn't believe in hell, I didn't believe in, you know, I I didn't believe in any of that. I thought, it's all frequency, you know, there's all gradients, right, where we experience all things. Well, now I know the truth. And the truth is, is that there are unseen forces. There's a kingdom of hell and a kingdom of heaven. There are unseen forces that are working to keep us in bondage. To keep me in shame, to keep me in blame, to keep me in guilt, to keep me from really knowing and experiencing the fullness of God and freedom and truth. they're, They're constantly at war. We don't see it with our physical eyes, but we experience the effects of it every single day. We're living right now in a battle between good and evil. It's obvious to me now that I'm on the other side we're living in in deceit versus truth darkness and light blindness and those who see and how do you become one who sees you seek you seek jesus said those who seek shall find those who knock the door will be open to them it's a promise I encourage you today, wherever you're at, if you're just feeling stale, maybe you've known God in the past, or maybe you don't know him, maybe you know you're like you were like me and totally invested in, in the new age, law of attraction and all those things, just thinking that it's all on you to keep your vibration up. Man, what an exhausting life that was. What an exhausting life that was. Find true rest in Christ, find true freedom. In Christ. Seek. Because the things that you will discern. The things that you will be shown. For your own life. The forgiveness you'll experience. The love. This unconditional love. you can, We can't find that. In any person. And if you've been hurt in the past. By religion. Or by someone that said that they were a Christian. Or a follower of Jesus. They weren't. They weren't. It's not about finding a, a, a human idol we can follow. It's about genuinely and earnestly and humbly pursuing a re- fellowship, a relationship with Jesus and with other believers, the friends that I've made over the last year and a half. I finally feel like I'm living the best i've never been happier it's not even happy it's joy it's beyond it's a suit it's supernatural the other day somebody said to me um we don't talk a ton but she follows me on instagram we're friends and she said natalie she said you just are so joyful i can tell in all of your posts and everything you put out there she's like you're just living in such joy and i had to stop and you know we're talking this was like four or five months ago like deep covid 2020 crap i'm like you know i am I am and it's thanks to God and, and whatever was in me that caused me to seek, I, I believe God called that out of me, I just give him thanks, so overwhelmed by gratitude and by the goodness of God, he wants to be in a relationship with you, he wants you to experience life and life abundantly, true freedom. Not some brand of freedom that you can buy in a book and do some exercises. You know, last thing, I recently, I don't know if you even know this, but at the beginning of COVID, and I'm still growing, like this is a work in progress constantly because it's a relationship and relationships grow and they evolve. I started a mindset membership in 2020 in March and, um, you know, it was great. I had, we we had over 100 members. And, you know, and I just recently stepped away from that membership. And as I was pursuing, I mean, I shut it down. You know, who, I don't know how many people would walk away from like that stream of income, but I, I shut it down. And there was multiple reasons. One of the main reasons was because I didn't know how to talk about mindset anymore without sharing my faith. It felt like fraud to me. It felt like, like I wasn't giving the whole truth. Like I still do some of the thing. You know, I think journaling is great. I I think, you know, I mean, I meditate every day on God's word. I I sit in silence and hear from God. I pray. Um, you know, I I I guess I would say I still do visualization, meaning like I visualize God's truth over my life and his promises coming to pass in my life and with our family. But I couldn't I could no longer avoid this conversation with you. So if you have been in my community whether you are a friend or just randomly happened to stumble across this or we are connected through Instagram or some social media I felt because authenticity is super important to me, like I had to reveal the biggest and greatest part of me, which is God and share my testimony and my journey of faith with you. The world is so dark. Don't go looking in the world for your peace. Look up towards God. Open your heart. Seek him and you will find. God bless you.